Immortals coming back Lost to Immortals. life. Lost Immortals coming back to Lost life. Lost Immortals coming back to Lost life. Lost Immortals coming back Lost to Immortals life. coming back to life. It's five o'clock, it's Sunday the 25th of July, Now I say that advisedly because in my year that's a particularly important day. It's my birthday and it's a rather important day for me today. It's one of those big birthdays that come along every now and again and yesterday I celebrated it so if I sound a little bit hoarse and uh, uh, weary today, you'll know the reason why. But it's Sunday, it's five o'clock, it's time for the Lost Immortals with Matt Staples and myself. It's the show where we collect together all those superb contributions from our 800 plus followers on the Lost Immortals Facebook page. And we try and put them together a bit like a jigsaw to make them work as a radio show. And I think we've got one of the best selections ever uh, this week. But this week has been quite interesting. Uh, it's been incredibly hot. Uh, the number of pings have reached uh, one million. And I was joking to Matt earlier and saying, well, they're all on Boris Johnson's phone. So he's probably got a million himself. Uh, but there's probably a million people who don't want to see him anyway. So he's fine. Uh, tucked away at checkers. But I hope the rest of you are fine and uh, not too uh, afflicted by the ping mania that's going on at the moment. Well, Matt, how are you? Have you had a good week? I've had a fantastic week, yeah, mm. definitely. The sun is out. Well, it's a little bit hot here in the studio today. Mm. Uh, I've been listening to some great music, not not least mm. from the uh, hundreds of suggestions that seem to be being uh, loaded up onto our wonderful mm. Lost Immortals Facebook group. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we've got a ton of those from uh, numerous contributors uh, to mm. play a little later in the show. Um, musically, I don't know, all sorts. Uh, mm. Roy, you, a few weeks ago, you called me to task mm. for saying I wasn't a big fan of the Kiwanuka um, album. Mm. And uh, I thought, well, I'll give it another listen. And it, it, you're right, all right, fine. I was wrong. I was clearly <laughs> in a bad mood uh, when I listened mm. to it last. So I've had that on play this week. And some very uh, interesting and mm. esoteric uh, field recordings from a little compilation from Electronic Sound this week, mm. which uh, some of which are not particularly listenable, but there's some real gems in there. And, uh, you know, be feeding that into my own writing, I suspect, mm. at some point. But. Uh, well, we've got a real melange of different styles and uh, music this week. And uh, Nick Potter's contributed uh, a couple of brilliant tracks, Gary Moore and uh, Rory. Uh, not Rory, yeah, you did that. Oh, but yeah, Budgie Rory and uh, Eric Pangman um, asked for uh, Sparkle Horse and Flaming Lips and asked me to look into the history of Daniel Johnson. Uh, I already knew about Daniel, Eric, and uh, we'll be telling you the story of Daniel Johnson. I'll be playing you my uh, favourite track of his, but sung by somebody else. Uh, 
And then we had Cigarettes After Sex, which sounds a bit strange. Uh, that's the name of the band. Michelle Obliguez put them forward. And I absolutely love them. A bit like Maisie Starr. And Eric Pangman put forward the Common Linnets. And uh, I, I hate to inform you, Eric, but they were uh, the Dutch entry in the Eurovision Song Contest about five years ago. But they are superb. And uh, rather than playing the Eurovision Song Contest entry, I found another great song of theirs. And uh, then the other little link uh, this week is Foy Vance and Rachel Fuller, who both performed at a gig that both Howard and I were at uh, probably 11, 12 years ago now. Rachel Fuller, strangely, is from South End and started her career as a piano player in the crematorium, which is a strange career to start with, but has gone on to uh, slightly more lively things since then. I was going to say, at least, at least your audience will be, it won't be heckling, you know, they're, sort of, they're generally quite quiet in those places. But, uh. yes. but on the other hand, if it was too gentle and lulled some of the others to sleep, they'd be quite dangerous. <laughs> Good for you. Fire okay, well, let's, let's get this show off um, to a brilliant start. Tony Besgrove has returned to uh, pole position uh, with social distortion, um, Uh, Making Believe is the track Somewhere Between Heaven and Hell, 1992. And Tony says, uh, originally recorded by Kitty Wells in 1955 and covered by others, including Emily Harris, the guitar tone for the intro is pure gold with a punk country flavour. Anaheim's Mike Ness leads his band and, as always, produces tasty guitar solos. And as always, Tony, you've left me nothing to say, really, after that. Oh, I can't do 
after that rocking entry from Social Distortion, Tony, you, you just know how to kick off a show, don't you? Full of, full of vim and vigor. Um, uh, we're we're going to try and follow that up with a little bit more kind of American hardcore sort of rock uh, from LA band Failure. Uh, this next track is called Moth and is off of their Magnified album from 2005. Uh, uh, to be honest, actually, um, it's a little bit more mellow than some of their other tracks on the album, but uh, really showcases songwriting and a uh, little hint of Green Day to me uh, in, in the sort of vocal stars and production style. So, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy that. In fact, if you're going to listen out uh, to our extended release show on Mixcloud or Spotify and this week we've got, got a, a very extended show with a number of very long tracks including uh, a Green Day track uh, which Tony Bestgrove put forwards uh, which I think stretched out to about nine minutes so uh, Tony yeah done yourself there but in the meantime uh, another brilliant bit of West Coast uh, um, American hardcore in the form of failure and a great track Moth. Lost Immortals, brought back to life with Roy Stannard and Matt Staples on Burgess Hill Radio. Sometimes bear shaped women melt down under concrete. Splashing sun and sidewalk insects down by these feet. Sometimes bottles Floating crumble 
now we're going to keep the energy going with a fantastic track from uh, an amazing one of probably the sort of top 10 guitarists in the world i would say uh rory gallagher uh it started off in a band called taste but pretty much is well known uh, best known for his solo work and we've got a wonderful live performance which uh, you know to be honest is is one of the john peel uh, sunday live sessions released uh, by the bbc in 1999 uh the track has got my mojo working and uh yeah in fact uh, there's there's a couple of great guitarists from North, uh, from ireland so obviously rory from down south in uh, ballyshannon county donegal uh and uh i think later in the show Rory, we've got gary moore as well who's from from northern ireland I'm not quite sure where he was born but uh but anyway this is an absolutely fantastic track i'm not you know not well not a big kind of uh, knowledgeable uh, fan of rory gallagher's but I, i'm going to need to get some tips from you all uh, off the lost lost immortals <laughs> facebook group to, to widen my listening because this track if there's anything to go by uh, he's fantastic so here we go this is rory, Gall- rory gallagher live got my mojo working
Well, it's really great to hear Rory Gallagher play live in the John Peel sessions. Uh, the sessions themselves date back to, I think it was 1972. It might have been either year of that, but uh, either side of that, but uh, not released until 1999. Rory, of course, sadly died of liver failure in uh, 95, uh, but left an amazing body of work, uh, not quite in the league of Jimi Hendrix, but not far off. And we're going to follow that with uh, another great guitar track, uh, this time selected by Nick Potter. And Nick Potter is a regular on the Hall Nine Yards, the show that precedes this under normal circumstances when I have guests in the studio with a theme called Guitar Greats. And Nick Potter has very sensibly uh, transferred his attentions over to Lost Immortals and has been suggesting some great guitar music. He's got another track in the extended version from Gary Moore. But this is Budgie from Wales, 1975. The best-known album there is Bandolier and Tony Bourge on guitar. And they were a sort of proto-heavy metal band. They started it before people like Black Sabbath and uh, even Deep Purple, um, and certainly before bands like Saxon. And great players um, never really got the credit they deserved. And uh, Nick has asked for, uh, I can't see my feelings from the album. And he says, I wore this album out in the 70s, great Tony Borge on guitar, Budgie were a band that influenced many others, but very underrated themselves, a great track. I'll have to agree with you. There, Nick.
Now we've got a wonderful, I believe, new band from uh, West Country, Bristol, uh, called Langhammer. They call themselves uh, Country Punks. So uh, yeah, I think uh, you can see laid-back musical styles. Perhaps the punk is more in the lyrical content. But uh, track is a single just released off called Humdinger. And honestly, I think uh, as a new band, they do need to get their act together and get a website and get a bit of a social media presence because that's pretty much all I could tell you. Um, probably uh, rolling around in some ditch somewhere out in the countryside uh, and uh, haven't got the act together yet. But uh, please do, Langhammer, because uh, if this track's anything to go by, you are awesome. Well, it's a perfect track for this weather, really. It's a <laughs> summer definitely. track for me. And uh, they've got a great vibe to them. And uh, when I heard it, I mean, I'd never heard of this band before, so when I auditioned this track, it's just crying out for a Faces Rod Stewart cover because if you shut your eyes, the vocal doesn't sound anything like Rod Stewart, but the backing... Uh, it would just work so well with a with a faces uh, performance. Yeah, quite um, possibly. I, I thought that thought the sort of get rith- rhythm of the guitar reminded me a bit of sort of uh, early status quo stuff as well. But uh, yeah, yeah. junka 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 sort, right. of feel, sort of feel. That's uh, brilliant yeah. stuff. And, and I think there were one or two uh, ditch references in there. Uh, I'm sure there may uh, be. So they might be lying in a ditch somewhere, some ditch. But uh, well, let's uh, let's see where they go on it.
Now, moving away from country punk and uh, summer drinking songs, we're still kind of keeping a bit of the summer vibe with, with some kind of steel drum influences now and the production of this next track from Swedish electronic musical duo out of Gothenburg, The Knife. Uh, this song, is, they were formed back in 99, but this song is from their 2003 Deep Cuts album. It's called Pass It On. And... Uh, it's a little bit laid back and chilled, but it definitely has that summer vibe. I think anything, you can't fail to uh, feel that way, can you, with some steel drums, Roy? I think uh, uh, we might be following it up with yet another steel drums influence track. Uh, who's that one from? Well, Matt, believe it or not, uh, two years ago I did an entire show on the whole nine yards dedicated to steel drum music and didn't play a single reggae or uh, Caribbean track. So both the songs you're about to hear appeared on that show. So oh, I was delighted when I saw... Go. Great minds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was delighted to see this track. Uh, it's, it's one of my favourites. Uh, dates back to 2003. Uh, it, the brother and sister, Karen and Olaf Dreiger. And it sounds incredibly advanced for its time. And I noticed that this track also appeared in a movie called L'Amour Imaginaire. And uh, it's a very clever track, and, and uh, it's been remixed several times. Karen, by the way, um, went solo in uh, 2009 and took the name Fever Ray, and I think a lot of people might have heard about her under that guise. But following it, we've got Jamie XX of the band The XX, of course. Um, great solo album in 2011. And there's a single from it. Didn't actually trouble the charts, I don't think. Yes, I think it got to number 128, which is a travesty. Um, but another great steel drum bass track called Far Nearer. Uh, so they tend to, these two always go together in my mind anyway. <laughs> Désirée. Il me l'a présenté il y a deux secondes. Elle m'a dit que j'avais l'air d'une femme au foyer des années 50. Je veux bien parler avec son look de spire du Captain Spock. Au moins, j'ai pas l'air d'une pétasse assoiffée d'un Manhattan désuet. Oui, mais ta robe est légèrement anachronique. Pardon? C'est vintage, je te fais remarquer. Je sais, mais c'est pas parce que c'est vintage que c'est beau.
Lost Immortals, brought back to life with Roy Stannard and Matt Staples on Burgess Hill Radio.
Well, back in the late 60s, early 70s, one of the best labels was the Charisma record label, and it had all sorts of great people on it, including Genesis at that time. But another band that caught the eye and caught the ear was Van de Graaff Generator, and yet they really didn't get much success or recognition in this country. They were much more popular in uh, the middle of Europe, Italy and France. And it consisted of Pete Hamill, uh, who was really the uh, engine of the band, organist Hugh Banton, drummer Guy Evans, formed at the University of Manchester and then moved down to London, signed uh, to Charisma, and they had a little bit of success with a track and the album that we're going to play you. Uh, in 1970, they released an album called The Least We Can Do Is Wave To Each Other, which is quite a profound statement, really. And recently I did, uh, I think it was only a couple of weeks ago on Burgess Hill Radio, on the whole nine yards, the show that precedes this one, I did an entire show called Aliens, which was about immigration and the refugee status of many people trying to get into the country. And Van der Graaff Generator preceded this by 30 to 40 years by recording a track called Refugees. Uh, it was a bit too long for me to include in the whole nine yards, but an absolutely brilliant track and uh, amazing vocal by Pete Hamill on it. I'm not going to say any more about it, except the lyrics are quite profound and uh, quite prescient as to uh, what is happening now. That we could be free And we moved 
part of uh, Western culture and uh, on and across to Africa. And so often uh, we pick up these little gems from a very diverse uh, African music scene uh, from the wonderful Roger Webster. So Roger, again, many thanks for putting this next track across our uh, playlist. Uh, he has put forward Tenarowin, who are a group of uh, Tuareg musicians from the Sahara Desert region of northern Mali. Uh, we do actually, uh, Mali must have a very good music scene. We've played a, quite a few bands from that region. Perhaps, uh, perhaps uh, uh, all a, a bit of a favourite of uh, Roger's. But um, the next track is um, off an album called Iwan uh, from 2017. Uh, the song is called Sanastakwan. And uh, yeah, Roger just says from the Tureg delegation. Uh, but you know, it's got a very distinctive guitar style, very much with its roots from uh, the West African uh, music um, and the tribal Berber people. So, you know, this, this it's very interesting to see, you know, the, and, and understand where the kind of musical links come between these sort of African uh, sort of musical styles and, uh, you know, the, the sort of blues tradition over in America and I, I personally in my head find it very hard to unpick which came first and I don't think we really need to too much because uh, um, but clearly there's a lot of cross-population cross inspiration from sort of both culturally going across to America uh, and then coming back in later years but uh, uh, this is a great song and uh, you know thanks for opening our ears Roger this is uh, Tanarawan and Sanastaquam Take it, see, kill and jerk a little. 
Paul Mortimer and Roger Webster are working in harmony this week because Paul Mortimer came up with another Marley influence track from Marcus James, Jump Up and Fly, Money, from Timbuktu Barb in 2005. Paul Mortimer confined his comment to catchy, but Marcus James, an American blues singer, he uh, plays with a band called Marcus James and the Wassenrai, and he mixes the American style of blues with some traditional music from the Wasalu and Sonrai peoples of Mali. And according to ethnomusicologists, and that's a word that you don't hear very often, the music of these ethnic groups constitutes the earliest roots of the blues. Well, it's a nice companion to the previous track. And we do try and educate on this program. We, we have uh, adhere to the Rethian theory of radio, which is that we should uh, entertain and educate, um, but with the emphasis on entertainment, of course. Hey, the Marquis James, from San Francisco. Hey, Mark, the Hamas Sankare, the Kerry Samoa, the Kerry Samoa, the Kerry Samoa, the Kerry Samoa, the Midnight will be treating, babe. 
gem from the midwest of america now in the form of a band called blitz and trapper now eric payman you've said on facebook anyone remember these guys uh i'm gonna have to answer no but uh, again like a lot of the rarities that uh, surface uh, in our wonderful facebook dis- uh, discussions and onto the show uh you know that's the great thing about lost immortals uh Blitz and Trapper probably haven't had a lot of uh, chart success here over in the UK. Uh, they have done all right in America and uh, made it onto uh, Rolling Stone's list of 100 best songs of 2007 with their track Wild Mountain Nation. Eric's put forward uh, a song from their 2008 album, uh, which was their follow-up uh, called Fur, and this track is Black River Killer. And, uh, yeah, absolutely charming, laid-back, Midwestern country rock. Enjoy it was just a little while past the sunset strip They found the girl's body in an open pit Her mouth was sewn shut but her eyes were still wide Gazing through the fog to the other side They booked me on a whim and threw me deep in jail With no bail, sitting silent on a rusty pail Just gazing at the marks on the opposite wall Remembering the music of my lover's call So you make no mistake, I know just what it takes To pull a man's soul back from heaven's gates I've been wandering in the dark about it long and thin But they say it's never too late to start again Oh when, oh when Will the spirit come a-calling from my soul to send Oh when, oh when Will the keys to the kingdom be mine Keys to the kingdom, be mine. 
Paul Mortimer and uh, Eric Pangman have uh, conjoined on this one. They uh, they agree that the next tune is uh, well worth listening to, and I have to say, Matt and I agree. Chip Taylor, Kendall Carson, and John Platana, Platania. I'm the law in this old town from the Rock and Roll Joe album in 2017. And really five musicians. There's a couple of other guys in there as well. Ron Eiff and Brian Owings, Seth Farber. Uh, and Paul says the whole album is special with excellent players, some rollicking tunes, not least Kendall Carson's violin and voice. Eric, and he's talking to Eric Pangman, I suspect that uh, John and Chip have very different views on things these days. And Eric takes up the conversation. What a final little piece of trivia. What a find, a little piece of trivia. Chip Taylor is John Voigt's brother, the actor John Voigt, and wrote Wild Thing and Angel in the Morning, which means he didn't have to work again at all in his life. And uh, uh, those two songs absolutely sold millions. Wild Thing, of course, uh, the Trogs had a big hit with uh, in this country. But people like Merrily Rush, The Turnabouts, P.P. Arnold, Janis Joplin, Juice Newton, Anne Murray, Ace Frehley, Jimi Hendrix, Chrissy Hine, Linda Ronstadt and Emmylou Harris have covered his songs. So, Some list, uh, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm assuming he's got a nice uh, back porch to his mansion where he sits <laughs> on his rocking chair counting his money. But this is a great track and uh, just a lot of fun uh, uh, with obvious country influences. But um, uh, uh, believe it or not, Taylor's also performed with his band, the New Ukrainians, which I, I must admit I didn't know about. And uh, I, I'd imagine that would be quite interesting listening. But anyway, enjoy this one, and uh, thanks to Paul Mortimer for unearthing it. <laughs> I'm the law in this old town I can silence all the lambs I can disappear for a hundred years And then come back again I can make the rivers cry And turn the wind around I can make a girl talk crazy talk I'm the law in this old town The teardrop in your eye I'm the pounding of your heart And I can take a dying ember And make a fire start I can make the rivers cry And turn the wind around Make a girl talk crazy talk 
And, you know, even if it's an absolute classic track that everyone knows, if it's unique enough or it just fits uh, uh, and it ticks the box and it's on the show. And Michelle Obligus, you have put forward just a track, just such a track now in the form of uh, Rashid Taha. Uh, Michelle says, uh, over tea, clash, brilliant. Now, um, of course, it is a clash track and uh, Rashid Taha have covered Rock the Kasbah, or as they say, Rock El Kasbah, uh, for the Future is Unwritten album from 2007. Uh, now, uh, Rashid Taha, he's Algerian, uh, he's a bit of an activist, he's based in France, has some very uh, sonically adventurous music, so I think it's probably his own words, uh, but do, does cover a lot of bases in rock, electronic and punk, uh, as well as some more traditional influences as well from his home country of Algeria. Um, this is just such a fitting cover of the song. It's got a lot, a lot of uh, uh, sort of, uh, of that North African swagger uh, and uh, sort of traditional instrumentation as elements that are sung in uh, Arabic. And um, just wonderful. And Michelle, great find. Yeah, just put a big smile I on my face. Just yeah. add to the story, because yeah. in 1981, uh, Rashid Taha was in Paris and uh, Joe Strummer and the rest of the band oh, came over to Paris and listened to the song of his music. He gave uh, he gave a clash one of his demo cassettes and thought no more of it. And then uh, a few months later, Rock the Casbah was included in uh, the Future is Unwritten um, and uh, uh, Easter, I think it was from originally. And uh, then, of course, he claimed credit for it. Uh, Rashid Taha, uh, you know, said that without his influence, uh, the song probably wouldn't have got written. 
So, so he didn't uh, write only, it, he didn't but he influenced it. it, and then he's yeah. covered it. So uh, uh, I you think know, he, full he, circle on the yeah. uh, musical. He deserves he deserves credit for doing all that. No, fantastic. Well, it's it's a great version anyway. Uh, so Michelle, gold star.
Well, we're going to treat you to the longest track we've ever played on this show, and it comes from Boz Skaggs. It's 15 minutes long. It's called Loan Me a Dime, and it's really interesting. Fred Arnold put it forward, and the original was much, much shorter and could be found on the album Boz Skaggs, where uh, recording the song with Dwayne Allman and... Uh, this is a live version from, uh, I think, only a couple of years ago. Great singing, as Fred says, beauteous guitaring, phenomenal band, stick with it, long but well worth it. Uh, Drew Zing on lead guitar had obviously been listening to Dwayne. Mike Yeomans followed it up on the Facebook group with a comment, the original is what drew me into the muscle show's magic so that when my wife and I made a stateside pilgrimage, we had to visit both Fame and Muscle Show's studios. When we walked into Muscle Show's, the original was playing over the studio speakers, a genuinely unforgettable moment. Eric Pangman also joined in by saying, very chill, very cool, good to see Boz resurfacing. And, of course, you'll probably remember him uh, best from his uh, 1970s period with albums like The Lido that produced a lot of fairly mainstream hits with uh, Low Down, It's Over, What Can I Say, and Lido Shuffle. But great to hear this. Longest track ever on the show. Well done, Fred.
somebody long me die I need to call my old child used to be Somebody loud me down I need to call my old time It used to be yeah. Girl's been gone so long so long You know it's worrying me It's worrying me I know she's a good girl But at that time, I just didn't understand No, I didn't I know she's a good girl People at that time just didn't understand Somebody loaned me down You know I need I need a helping hand Somebody But at that time, 
I just didn't understand, no I know she's a good girl But at that time I just didn't understand, no No, I didn't. Somebody let me die. My worrying Just like a baby Just like a baby You know I cry Lord, I cry Just like a baby All night long Somebody long me down. You know I need my baby. I need my baby. I need my
just like a baby all night long. Somebody loan me dying. You know I need my baby. I need my baby. Somebody loan me down. Now, Tony Besgrove uh, always puts forward a, a wonderful uh, selection in, in sort of punk and rock, and uh, another classic from him now. Uh, this is Green Day. Uh, probably don't need much of an introduction, uh, but we're going to play their Jesus of Suburbia track off of the American Idiot album for 2004. Definitely one of their big headline uh, mainstream albums. Tony says this is a great way to spend nine minutes and six seconds. Well, you know, normally punk records are, are, are stretched if they even reach three. So we've kind of got three in one here from, from Tony. So that's brilliant. Uh, Tony says from the brilliant 2004 album American Idiot, we have Green Day and Jesus of Suburbia. The album was regarded as a a punk rock opera by the band and befits uh, benefits from being auditioned as a continuing story green day at their rocking best couldn't have said it better myself tony so let's get it on here we go green day jesus of suburbia
just gone six o'clock it's hour two of the lost immortals so uh, thank you for joining us or thank you for sticking with us if you've been around since five o'clock and another big thank you to our colleagues over at the sky news team uh, for keeping us up to date on all the current affairs now we're going to kick this hour off with a wonderful uh, happy jangly little uh, little number uh, from the brilliantly named dog heaven uh, i think they're a brand new act uh, i think out of uh, out of london um they consist of uh, a couple of long-term accomplices jamie morrison and resna Meerson uh, on drums and guitarist josh ace and bassist billy morris uh so like i say lifelong friends very much enjoy some good riffs and some uh, jangly punk rock so what is not to like tony i hope you listen to this i'm sure this will put a smile on your face as well uh, the track is called the quarantine song i suspect it may well have been written in the last year uh, indeed it's coming out on it's just out on a single and is coming out very soon on uh, their album which i believe is their debut which is called there is only one in brackets dog heaven uh, enjoy this and welcome to our two guys this is dog heaven <laughs>
Well, that was Dog Heaven with Quarantine Song, and I suppose we've got to apologise to all the dogs listening because they'll now be transported to an ethereal place in the clouds and wondering where on earth Dog Heaven is. But anyway, we'll come back to Earth with Steely Dan, uh, my old school from the second album by Steely Dan, Countdown to Ecstasy in 1973. Now, three of our contributors got together on this one and said they all love it. Tom Hatton put it forward originally. Thanks, Tom. I think it's one of your first uh, contributions. Scott Davis, who I don't think has contributed anything as yet, uh, took it up and said, ah, that one takes me back. A student cover band played this during senior week, May 1977 at college. All us seniors had to wait to see who could graduate, and so the professors had to grade the papers before we got our sheepskin. The angsty small live-in school we were about to say goodbye to, to the people we lived with for four years, scattering to the four winds. Most of us didn't really have jobs or plans, didn't know what the future held, just the diploma and debt. This is what we danced to. And then Eric Pangman, thought you might like this, Eric. They both got kicked out of Bard College. Uh, that's uh, Donald Fagan, of course, and, um, and uh, Becker. Uh, hence this song, My Old School. And interestingly, the first album, the debut album, uh, Can't Buy a Thrill, released a couple of years before, had two huge singles on it, Do It Again and Reeling in the Years. And this album didn't do quite so well. And one member of the original band, I feel a little bit sorry for, David Palmer, who was the original singer. And uh, Fagan and Becker tended to write the songs. And Don Fagan... Uh, sang them uh, on record but was uncomfortable singing them live um, but after a while uh, the band decided that they preferred Fagan doing the vocal duties and uh, poor old Palmer had to had to leave uh, but some consolation uh, took place because he ended up writing the number two hit Jazz Man in 1974 with Carol King no less so thanks, great bit of history attached to this song Find you with the world 
next track really caught my ear this week and Paul Mortimer, another wonderful suggestion from you. Uh, this time, uh, not so much of uh, a world music thing, but the wonderful vocal stylings of Foy Vance. Uh, now Roy has a, an excellent story, I'm sure we'll catch up with him about that in a second. Uh, and it, it, it reminds me that we've probably played a bit of Foy in the past uh, because uh, it's one of the things sort of that he and Howard very much bonded over. But this track uh, is just fantastic. Uh, it's called You and I. It's off of his Joy of Nothing album from 2013, which sounds a bit nihilistic to me, but uh, um, yeah, I think it's just beautiful, heartwarming Irish vocal talents, really. And uh, it's one of those songs just, just held my attention, just all those little pauses and, uh, you know, fantastic, fantastic uh, performance. Um, he, he actually did a TV commercial for Great Ormond Street, which I didn't know until I read up on him a bit, uh, which is very close to my heart. A lot of uh, orthodontal work done there as a child. So, it's, uh, so uh, yeah, brilliant. And I think we're going to follow that up, Roy, with... Um, an excellent, another excellent track from Rachel Fuller, who is a British musician, uh, sort of a bit of pop music, and really it does a lot of co composing work as well. Uh, and a track she released back in 2006 called Shine. Uh, and she does a lot of um, work as an orchestra, so uh, uh, working with the London Chamber Orchestra. Uh, but she actually met. Um, uh, the Who's Pete Townsend, well, doing that sort of work, and became the arranger for his Lifehouse Chronicles album. So, a uh, very talented lady. Uh, but, Roy, as I said, there's a little link, isn't there, between uh, Foy mm. and Rachel that uh, sort of draws back mm. to a, a, a very exclusive musical mm. event that you and Howard managed to get into. Mm. Uh, well, that's right, yes. It was uh, probably 12, 13 years ago now. And uh, it took place at Eel Pie Island, the studio that uh, Pete Townsend runs from his home, effectively. And Pete Townsend, by this stage, wasn't married to Rachel Fuller. She's now his wife. But they were going out together, as the saying goes. And he was showcasing her first EP, I believe. And through a few connections in the music business, both Howard and I, we didn't know each other at the time, but we were both amongst just 40 people sitting in the room about uh, two metres away from Pete Townsend, who did the first set. And then Foy Vance did a superb set. I'd never heard him before. It was quite early on in his career, sort of 2009-ish. And I think his debut... No, it was actually 2007, because his debut album hadn't come out yet. And the first single, Gabrielle and the Vagabond, with uh, an indiscriminate act of kindness on the other side was available at this gig. It was his first recording. <clears throat> and I remember buying it and getting him to sign it, uh, which I sadly don't have anymore. And then uh, Rachel Fuller came on and she talked about her background. And it turns out that she's from the same town as me, South End, and had spent her teenage years playing piano in the South End Crematorium, which is a place I have been to a few times in my life, sadly and uh, play piano for the funeral services. So I've no idea how Pete Townsend uh, met up with her. And believe it or not, there's another link because Foy Vance uh, performed in a tribute concert uh, for Daniel Johnson in Austin, Texas in 2012 in the Southwest Festival, South by Southwest Festival. So Daniel Johnson we'll come back to in a moment. Uh, but Foy Vance is a huge 
fan of Tan, uh, Daniel Johnson's, covered some of his work. And interestingly, both Elton John and Ed Sheeran are huge fans of Voy Vance. So he's a name that you can drop uh, as a songwriter. And he is currently on Ed Sheeran's uh, label, uh, Gingerbread Man Records. And Ed Sheeran has covered one or two of his songs. So uh, Foy Vance is one of the most respected songwriters uh, from Northern Ireland uh, in the UK, from Belfast, and has had a very interesting right. path to this point. His uh, debut album, Hope, is definitely worth listening
Lost Immortals, brought back to life with Roy Stannard and Matt Staples on Burgess Hill Radio. to Europe for Eric Pangman next, the common linnet from Holland. And interestingly, uh, Eric Pangman says a new discovery for me, but if you live over this side of the pond, you have to tolerate uh, a terrible music festival once a year called the Eurovision Song Contest, where different countries compete to find the worst possible song and contribute it to this... uh, rather a strange jamboree of second-class music. 
But we sit down and enjoy it every year, mainly because of the costumes and the ridiculous performances. But uh, in 2014, I think it was, um, the common linnets turned up uh, representing Holland with an entirely authentic-sounding American country song called Calm After the Storm. And it, got, it came second simply because it was obviously very high quality, took everybody by, uh, by surprise. Uh, the winner, by the way, was uh, somebody who I won't even mention, but uh, uh, dressed as a woman and uh, wore a beard and was from Israel. But I think that's all we need to say about that. Yeah, it was, yes. So it was uh, entirely unfortunate that they should take part in that particular year. And you're right, Eric, they are extremely good. But I won't play the track you asked for simply because it was a major hit in Europe uh, and people quite rightly uh, bought it after uh, hearing it on the Eurovision Song Contest. So I'm going to play a track from their second album, um, which was just called Two. And it's a track called We Don't Make the Wind Blow. And originally it was Ilsa de Lang and Waylon who were in the band, who were Dutch artists, and in uh, May 2014, possibly after the ignominy of uh, appearing in the Eurovision Song Contest, Waylon left and was replaced by an authentically American country singer, Jake Etheridge. And all their music since has been extremely good. Uh, and the Netherlands had their best results since their last winning entry in 1975. So, But some people never learn, do they? We haven't really had any quality music since then. Open eyes. 
now we've got one more gem for you this week uh, for our extended show listeners so uh, you know we'd like to reward you for uh, sticking with us and giving us that extra listen on streaming services and uh, I think we mentioned in the first hour that Nick Potter uh, sort of big long 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 time friend of the show and, and of Roy's other other shows um, very much uh, excellent at picking out classic guitar tracks and we've got another one here from you from uh, you know uh, the wonderful gary moore uh, as i said when we were playing the rory gallagher track back in our one uh, you know one of two of the top 10 sort of uh, world's best guitarists without a doubt and both coming from ireland of course gary from uh, northern ireland uh, but he's actually buried just around the corner from here or at least down in Rottingdean in the St Margaret's Churchyard. So, uh, you know, if you want to pay a pilgrimage and put some flowers down to pay your respects and uh, you know where to go. Anyway, Nick says, uh, talk about making a guitar sing. This magical track is timeless, beautiful and brilliant. Miss you, Gary. Uh, While he's talking about The Prophet and uh, we've got a fantastic version of the track. Uh, It's actually a live performance from Montreux recorded back in 2001 uh, but if you want to listen to the original I believe it's on Back to the Blues which was released the same year Can I just add one comment and that is uh, the uh, obvious debt owed to Roy Buchanan is probably best heard on this track and uh, it's absolutely one of my favourites lovely choice Nick, thank you for bringing it out, the live version even tops the, uh, the version on the album in 2001 although this was uh, recorded in Montreux the same year. Thank you. 
And I think Paul Mortimer and Eric Pangman must have got together somewhere in the background this week because Eric Pangman has asked for the next track, Sparkle Horse and the Flaming Lips, uh, who are two superb uh, American bands, uh, getting together on a tribute album called The Late Great Daniel Johnson, discovered covered in 2004. I can't give you the whole story of Daniel Johnson, but it's a fascinating uh, story. He's still... Uh, he's died, sadly, uh, uh, 2019, uh, probably of a heart attack. But he was born in 1961, so not particularly old. But he had a, a history of psychiatric illness, bipolar, and yet was uh, absolutely prodigious when it came, came to producing music. And he would sing his own songs in a, a very intimate and sometimes not very tuneful way but the songs themselves were absolutely brilliant and I was delighted Eric Pangman put this one forward Um, Daniel Johnson was supported and promoted by Mark Linkus the lead singer of Sparkle Horse and uh, Mark Linkus himself took his own life so there's a lot of tragedy around this and uh, he, he took his own life in December Uh, or just after uh, Vic Chestnut, who was another great musician. Um, So there's a lot of tragedy wrapped up in all this. But in 2004, Sparkle Horse were in their pomp. Eric Pang was asked for Go, uh, which was a track written by Daniel uh, Johnson. And then I'm going to follow that with a Daniel Johnson track uh, performed by the man himself from 1990, And the album was called 1990. It was probably his best piece of work. And on it, there's a track called Some Things Last a Long Time. His lyrics are incredibly simple, but very profound. And I'm following that with Richard Walters, who is an English singer-songwriter, a superb musician and writer in his own right, born in Oxford. And he, in 2009, uh, covered another Daniel Johnson track on the Animal album. It's True Love Will Find You in the End. Now, I urge you to go and listen to every version of True Love Will Find You in the End you can find on the internet. Uh, It's a superb song. Uh, It's a little bit of Neil Young about it. Um, it's, It's just superb. Richard Walters, in my mind, has produced the best version of it. Uh, he's English, so we thought we'd, we'd get patriotic for a few minutes. And uh, there are three songs in a row, all composed by Daniel Johnson, all absolute classics. So please enjoy this, they're all quite short.
Lost Immortals, brought back to life with Roy Stannard and Matt Staples on Burgess Hill Radio. Your picture is still on my wall, on my wall. The colors are bright, bright as ever the red.
True love will find you in the end You'll find out just who was your friend Don't be sad, you know you will Don't give up until True love will find you in the end This is a promise with a cat Only if you're looking can it find you As you step out into the light, the light Don't be sad, you know you will Don't give up until True love will find you very laid-back treat for you listeners on uh, our excellent extended show this week uh, and in the form of cigarettes after sex oh michelle um i don't know i won't ask how you came across this track or what put you in the right frame of mind for it but uh, you've picked out their single from 2018 crush and uh yeah what a listen they're in a very very sort of ethereal dreamy uh dream pop band really from el paso texas and uh uh write a lot of uh, songs around the themes of romance and love uh but the singer um greg gonzalez is uh yeah a little bit androgynous i suppose with how, how he sort of uh, how he sings but uh it very much sits with this very sort of dreamy ethereal style of kind of indie indie pop um great pick let's get it on time to sort of lay back and relax i think uh, for the wonderful cigarettes after sex and their song crush
you kind of associate with a great taste in music and uh, it seems the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree because uh, Callum Stannard Roy's son uh, often puts uh, some quite sort of uh, more up to date perhaps posts but uh, definitely uh, very left field as far as uh, the artists are concerned and then we've got another one for you now or Callum has uh, in the form of Eve Tumor or Eve Tumor not quite sure how you say that. Uh, the track's called Kerosene off of their Heaven to a Tortured Mind album, which is a great title for an album. Uh, Callum says, haven't seen uh, Eve Timur posted on, uh, on Lost Immortals before, but they are absolutely amazing. They started out making experimental electronic music on the wonderful Warp Records, uh, but their last album, 
took a wild handbrake turn into glam rock. Uh, this is the highlight, whose video is like a miniature Richard Kelly movie, so you have to go away and check that out once the show has finished. Uh, and no, not before, please. Uh, their new EP just dropped this week too, so uh, reminding me how great they are. Well, look, uh, this is Sean Bowie, um, who records under the alias of Eve Timor, an American musician, very much uh, in the experimental music genre from Miami and Florida, based in now in uh, Turin, Italy. Sounds like uh, two very good choices, to be honest with me. But uh, uh, great choice, Callum. And uh, yeah, I think I haven't watched the video yet myself, so I may have to do that once we finish recording the show. Uh, here is the wonderful and slightly glam Eve Tibor and their track Kerosene.
Well, in what seems like rocket time, we've arrived at the end of this week's show. Uh, I am a whole year older. And, uh, it's, it's not been that long good. a show, has it? It's, 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 but over the last year, it has been fantastic to listen to a huge amount of new music that uh, our Facebook followers have put forward. And there's more great music to come later on this evening. And uh, Dan Whaley with Outer Limits in just a few minutes' time will be entertaining you with more uh, esoteric, unusual, but incredibly classy music. And then Darren Buckley at nine o'clock with the vinyl countdown with, again, uh, lots of rare music, unusual themes. So do stick around for that. If you want to contribute to the show, please go to our Facebook page, Lost Immortals, and contribute the links to uh, the various uh, online streaming services or uh, YouTube that uh, we can go and listen to the tracks and put them in the show. Uh, It's a great privilege to do that every week. And we're going to finish this week with uh, a track that uh, matters unearthed. And uh, this, again, is an incredible mix of different influences from Chile to Japan. So tell us more about it, Matt. It's a very, very unusual uh, song, it has to be said, and it's lovely to see sort of artists finding their inspiration, you know, far from their native country. So um, this is Candy, uh, oh, sorry, Candy e Paolo uh, and Maiko Kaji. Um, so Candy e Paolo are basically uh, Candy Buasso, and, uh, who is a vocalist and bass player, and uh, keyboardist Paolo Carrizo. Both are from San Juan in Argentina. Uh, uh, very close to the Andes and the Chilean border. And, uh, yeah, you know, um, who would have thought that deep in South America uh, you would be influenced by uh, 1970s Japanese ballads? (laughs) But that's just where the influence of this, uh, this song has come. It is a cover of a Maiko Kaji track, which was originally released uh, back in 1973. Uh, the track is called uh, Shura no Hana, and uh, I believe in Japanese, if my Japanese is up to scratch, uh, it means flower of carnage, which is a very much mixed metaphor, I would say. Um, uh, they've just released it as a single, uh, but, uh, you know, do go and check out the original by Maiko Kaji, because uh, uh, yeah, it's a very beautiful sort of uh, pop ballad uh, from Japan. Uh, and, uh, yeah, very chilled and poetical way to see out uh, another wonderful show. So thank you for listening. We'll see you all again next week on Burgess Hill Radio, 5 till 7. And uh, don't forget to listen out to the extended show because, my goodness, we've got, we've got about three, four hours of extra content for you this week, maybe. <laughs> uh, so do... Pick that out on social uh, streaming media. And for now, here's the wonderful Candy Ipaolo and Maiko Kaji and Shura Nohana. Bye-bye. Bye from me.